Welcome to the Turkey Hunter Podcast, the original all-turkey, all-the-time podcast with your co-hosts Andy Galliano and Cameron Weddington. In our weekly podcast, we're going to bring you some wild turkey calling tips like this. From there, we're going to go into, she's aggravated, there's another hen that's challenged her, or she's challenging another hen, she's going to cut an excited yelp. Advice from old pro turkey hunters like this. The turkeys typically don't like, I think, more times than not, to travel in an easterly direction into the sun first thing in the morning, especially after he gets up. It's a blinding thing. It, it, it's just like you. It's hard for you to see into the sun. Mm-hmm. So if I have a choice, I'm going to try to make it so that I'm going to be on the west side in the morning east side in the afternoon of a turkey exciting live hunts like this holy crap they're coming teach you how to cook your bird with advice such as this with some fresh rosemary and garlic and then cool that off and spread that along the inside of that butterflied turkey breast that we've seasoned on both sides wildlife management tips for your property especially with turkeys like this if you look at the type of habitats that turkeys need for nesting and brooding that tends to be habitat that can be managed more successfully with growing season fire than with dormant season fire. And hopefully along the way, we'll get plenty of these. Well, on November the 28th of 1953, I was attached when I popped out of my mom and the baby doctor spanked me on the bottom. I went, oh, and I've been doing it ever since. <laughs> I like that. Thank you for tuning in, and now, for this week's show. Hello, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Turkey Hunter Podcast. You are listening to episode number 295, More on X Maps with Jared Larson. And I am your co-host and the guy who joined... A new hunting club this past weekend. Hmm. And I am your co-host and the guy who's celebrating his wife's birthday today. Aha. Uh-huh. So she is finally old enough to drink, huh? <laughs> yeah. And I put on quite the show today, if I say so myself. You know, I'm always uh-huh. forward thinking because I know there's three months where I need to atone for my sins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so anything you want to share with us that might help us get out of the doghouse at some point in, in the future? So, I don't know about y'all, but got her a nice gift, sent flowers to her at work, and then cooked a crab pasta for dinner. Uh-huh. And you serve all that with a glass of wine, and you, my friend, are out of the doghouse after your past three months of escapades. All right. So, there you go. 
Tell me about your new hunting club. Yeah, so from the hunting club that we were in for 30 years or so, me and my dad and my brother, there were six of us all total. So the three of us, the three Galliano boys and three other guys that were in the club that all moved and joined a different club in a different part of the state, about an hour closer to home. And we've been in that club for the past two years. And those other three guys were a little disappointed in the number of deer they were seeing during deer season. So Mm. they weren't really all that gung-ho on rejoining the same club again. And I've been looking around for some land to lease. So I found a, I'm going to say a little piece, it's about 2,000 acres, not far from where our new camp property is, not the hunting club property, but where our actual camp house is, and I figured since I'm going to be down in that area looking at this land, I may as well go and look at a new hunting club or two, uh, just in case I want to join one of those. And so my dad and I went and looked at the land for lease. And we went and looked at the hunting club to join that, possibly. And we ended up not leasing the land and joining the hunting club. So I'm still in the market looking for land to lease. And as far as hunting goes, I know I've got a spot to hunt. The guy that runs the club says that they have turkeys. Given where this property is located in the state of Alabama, it is in one of the turkey-rich counties in the state. So I feel pretty sure there's turkeys on it, even though I did not see any turkeys while I was there. Hmm. But it's pretty thick right now in there. So I'm yeah. not terribly surprised by the fact that I didn't see any turkeys on it. Um, well, but hopefully th- there's a lot. Yeah, yeah, I hope so too. And, you know... I got the typical sales pitch when you go and you look at a hunting club to join and you ask the question, well, do you guys have any turkeys? Oh, man, there's turkeys all over the place. Yeah. And nobody hunts them. Oh, yeah. I've never heard that before, man. Yeah. (laughs) Then you go actually kill one. He's got five different shell loads in him. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Well, or you show up on opening morning of season and there's 19 other pickup trucks. Yeah, yeah. That are at the nope. gate trying to get in and, you know, there's only 15 members in the club. Yeah, 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 yeah. But their parents and, and friends and all the families out mm-hmm. for the hunt, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that, is, uh, that is the typical, oh, gosh, they're everywhere. And yeah, I mean, you know, well, we have this one member, he shows up opening day. That's it. Right. That's what, I feel like that's probably about right. What does land for a hunting lease on average, would you say like a reasonable price for hunting lease land in Alabama go for? Oh gosh. That is such a hard question to answer because when you go into some of the more heavily populated counties in the state for deer, you end up at a much higher dollar per acre. But just say about $6 on the low side to a primo piece of property, $20 to $25 an acre on the high side. Wow. $25 an acre. Yep. Man, that's a 2,000 acres would be a pretty good price for a lease. Yes, it would. Yeah. <laughs> 
I know a well, guy in West Alabama that has 2,000 acres, and he gets $50,000 a year to lease it out. Mm, for it deer. Primo deer and turkeys, but it is a prime piece of property. Mm, it would have to have a whole lot of turkeys. It'd have to have a whole lot of turkeys, and it'd have to have deer that would kill themselves, bring themselves back to the camp, clean themselves and put themselves into the freezer processed packaged labeled yeah yeah for that kind of money for me to pay yeah that's pretty high now six bucks an acre now now we're looking in in my range that's what i'm talking about Mm -hmm. so well that's good well i hope you find your lease to go with your hunting club hope the hunting club works out yeah me too me too it'll be it'll be fun the guy we met super nice guy and I'm looking forward to getting to know him a little bit better and hunting with him this coming year. So ought to be a good time. And I'm, I may join the old club again, too. So I hadn't decided on that. Yeah. But. Well, with all that new land, I'm assuming you'll have to use a certain app to check it out. I have been scouting already <laughs> on that certain OnX app you speak of. Yeah. And, you know, I might have found a place or two that interest me i'd already have pins dropped on where i'm gonna be listening from (laughs) well when we were looking at the property friday we'd pull into a little area and he'd say oh this is a prime area right here you know i I sat here one morning and saw this many deer and you know i've killed these size deer here over the years and blah 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 and i'm got my app open and i'm dropping pins and putting some little notes in there on each pin so i'll find out if those are good deer spots and this guy doesn't know he doesn't turkey hunt so you know he didn't have any insight on turkeys at all or i believe there's people that exist like that he could just be like me and could just be lying about it that's right he's probably that dude probably tags out every year in that spot on day number five a season. He's killed his five birds and he's done. And you paid for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got a good deal. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of all that, we're 268 days from when he gets to first go out and kill his first bird. Nine hours, 43 minutes, and 40 seconds. Mm. Well, in Tennessee, I'm going to have to wait 282 days, nine hours, and 12 minutes to get out and chase them so that's no good yeah well maybe we can get out sooner than that you know we've talked a little bit about going to florida oh yeah and i'm gonna be going somewhere sooner than that i don't know if it'll be florida this year or it might be mississippi again i know i'm going somewhere further south than tennessee that isn't alabama most likely and hunting turkeys earlier than tennessee i know that for a fact well look I happen to know that basically it's December weather-wise in New Zealand, which means in three more months in New Zealand, the turkeys will be gobbling their brains out. I am so in on that if I had the funds. I'm going one day. Uh, You mark my words. Once I kill in all these United States states and Canada and Mexico, I'm hitting New Zealand. I'm doing the same, so maybe we'll just hop on the same boat. Yeah, and it may not be in that order. It might be United States, then New Zealand, then Canada, Mexico. But I'm going to get them in all the places. Yep. Well, cool. Well, we got a while, man. I know. I know. But 
anyway, we got Jared Larson this week. He's a cool guy. I know I've talked to him a little bit over social media. I didn't actually get to meet him, but you did at the NWTF last year. Yeah, he's a great guy. And you want to talk about somebody who knows the OnX app inside and out? Oh, yeah. He definitely knows it. Enthusiastic about it. You can tell he's passionate about what he's doing. (laughs) Oh, yeah. He is fired up about it. Yeah. Well, he should be. They got a good app. They do. They do. They really do. Yeah. So we're going to learn a little bit more about some ways that we can use Onyx to help us out for deer, for turkeys, for pigs, whatever we're hunting. We're going to learn a little bit more on how we can use the app and... Hopefully it will help us have a little bit more success in the woods. And, you know, I'm going to go ahead and put you on the spot, Cameron. Uh Uh-uh. I would like for you to share one Onyx tip with us on the other side of the interview. Hmm. All right. I will on the other side of the interview. I'll share my Onyx tip. All right. How is it that you are so successful in being able to sit in your house in Tennessee, drop a pin <laughs> on a spot in West Virginia or Maine or New Hampshire. Oh, man. Then you drive up there, get out of your vehicle, and there is a turkey roosted in that tree that you've dropped a pin on. I want to know how you do it. Uh, so does everybody else. I could... That's probably the number one question I've been asked over social media, if I had to guess. Yeah. So, you get to... St- I'm not going to answer that fully, but I'll give you a few tips on it. <laughs> all right. So what we're counting on. But not on. all of them, because uh, I wouldn't be a very good turkey hunter if I told you everything I knew. Well, I would think you were lying if you told us everything you knew. Yeah. What you want to do is find an area where there's no trees at all, and you hunt there. And that, I mean, I'm telling you, that's where they are. No trees and no water. No trees, no water. You just want a, a five-year-old cutover, but you have to work your way to the middle. And when you get in the dead center, that's where the birds are, man. Well, now you're talking to everybody about hunting in Alabama. <laughs> and if a, a oak tree sprouts from the ground and gets taller than two inches, they'll be there to cut it down the next day. That's Alabama. (laughs) And replant a pine in its place. (laughs) Oh, it's so funny because it's true. I've never seen anything like it. I've never seen, I mean, I'm telling you, like an acorn hits the ground and that little leaf comes out of it, you know, and it cracks. And the timber crew's there harvesting it the next day. I mean, they're ready to take it home. So I'll share a few tips at the end of this interview. And Onyx is obviously, I'd say, of any revolution in the public land hunting space, I think Onyx is the, that's what's revolutionized this whole deal. So yeah, that's just my opinion. I mean, I really think the ease with which people can find public land, look at it from home, and decide on a place to hunt I mean, it, it makes it so much easier than your old paper maps. So it's a revolutionary technology. I mean, I, I think most everybody has some kind of form of Onyx at this point, if not Onyx itself. Yeah. So yeah. I think this is a good interview because it definitely has some tips in here with Jared. 
he's going to share some tips and talk about their app. Any Onyx users out there, or even if you're using a different app, I think you can pick something up from this one that might help you. Yeah, no doubt. Let's get in and do it. Absolutely. All right. See you guys on the other side. Hey, guys, I've got Jared Larson with me, and Jared is with Onyx, and I would say that Onyx needs no introduction, but I'm going to let you give a little introduction about what Onyx is, and then I want you to you know, just share what's new this year, what what you guys have been doing, working on for the past year. Yeah, absolutely. So, as Andy mentioned, Jared Larson with Onyx. I work on the marketing team. The Onyx Hunt app is obviously our bread and butter. We also make a, G a chip for your Garmin GPS, a little more archaic than the phone app, but definitely still some folks that use it. But the Hunt app, our bread and butter, is, is public and private land ownership data and just giving you the confidence to know where you stand. I'm sure if you hunt turkeys on public land or really anything on public land, you've ran into a fence or two, probably way more than that, where you're like, man, is this the boundary line? Is this not the boundary line? And so our app just takes the guesswork out of that. And beyond public and private land ownership, we have a plethora of features from roadless areas if you're trying to go out west and elk hunt to the NWTF turkey layer that's going to give yeah. you all of the records that have been reported to NWTF for birds harvested in each county throughout the United States. Also shows you a distribution layer if you're trying to get your slam. You know, obviously Osceola's in Florida, but some of those Rios and Merriam's and Eastern's all kind of converge in the Midwest there, whether you're in Nebraska and you're trying to knock off the Merriam, you might have to head a little further west or drop down in, into Kansas to get your Rio. So the NWTF layer helps out a lot in that regard. But then also it's, it's useful for just more of your everyday outdoorsman, somebody that's looking to go find campsites in the summer and hunt in the in the fall. You know, we have every registered campsite as a rec point in our app, all sorts of hiking trails. But then to get to the nitty gritty of, of turkey hunting, obviously public-private's huge. And, you know, turkeys as a species, it's a lot easier to get permission from private landowners than, you know, whitetails or elk or mule deer than the big game so knocking on doors yeah. is also a great strategy for turkey hunting you know they use those egg fields that are in the south and the midwest and so we give you the tax owner's address so you can track them down send them a letter knock on their door look them up in the white pages for a phone number obviously we have full functionality as far as customizing your map with waypoints with different colored waypoints so you can keep your your turkey hunting waypoints organized from your deer hunting waypoints so you can color code them and we're also working on some new things that I'll get to to make that more organized the line distance tool feature I, I use a lot as far as like if I'm sitting on a bird that I hear gobbling and I, I can pull up my app look at the aerial imagery and be like oh man that bird's got to be in that field and I can use that line distance tool to say oh he's 400 yards away I can close the distance by 150 yards, 200 yards to get more into his bubble, but still not get busted. Yeah. Um, so a ton of uses for the Onyx Hunt app when you're out chasing turkeys, there's no doubt about it. Yeah. And you guys, it seems like you've kind of beefed up the weather yeah. personality in yes. the app. Yes, bit. we've definitely deep dived into the weather, so just actually this year, we uh, so we had weather previously, but it, it was lacking in the amount of stations to really get a localized forecast. Right. So we added a few hundred new weather stations that I mean pretty much anywhere you're you're at in the United States you're going to have a localized weather forecast right there within the app it's going to show you a forecast for the next five days I and mean, that's a precipitation 
straight up weather and then also like temperature forecast. Mm -hmm. It's going to show barometric pressure. It's going to have sunrise, sunset, so you can see when your shooting times are. So yeah, that's just another functional feature that, you know, all within the Hunt app, not having to bounce between multiple apps to get your weather and your hunting stuff, so all in one spot. Yeah, yeah. Well, you stopped by the booth earlier today and you and I were just chit-chatting and I, I told you, I, said, you know, I use the app all the time and I told you a story about a friend of mine that's actually in, in sales, so he, I'm going to share the story with the listeners, but he sells roofs. And so he, he and I were talking last week and he said, hey, we live in the same, you know, we, we live in Birmingham, so we know and live in the same area, know a lot of the same people, and he knows that I know some people he does it, blah, blah, blah. So he said, hey, do you know anybody that lives on such and such street? I said, no, I don't. And he said, well, I was over at this house and I was talking to the homeowner about doing their roof for them. And he said, when I came out after my appointment with him, I looked down the, at the end of the cul-de-sac and every house in the cul-de-sac had a roof that needed to be replaced on it. And I was looking at him and I thought, man, I wish I knew who lived in these houses. And so I just thought I'd ask you and see if you knew who lived in them. And I said, well, what street is it again? And so he told me, and I pulled up my app, my Onyx app, and I pull up that street. And I said, all right, so I'm showing the app, and I was like, okay, at this house, this is so-and-so, and here's their address, which you already know, so that tells you they live in that house, and there's not a rental house. Yeah. And we just went through that, and he looked at me, and he's like, this is a hunting app, <laughs> I said. And it's a roofing app. Yeah, it, it, that's hilarious because I started out actually at Onyx on our customer service team. So I worked there for a few months before I moved into the marketing team. And it was crazy at the stories that customers would just, they'd just call in just to tell us the wacky ways that they used Onyx. Yeah. You know, whether it's, yeah, roofing houses or we certainly, like, finding rescue dogs that ran away, like tracking them down, like yeah. using the tracking feature and all sorts of different things. So it, it's always funny to hear how people are using the Hunt app in, in ways outside of hunting. Yeah. But then to, to kind of go off of that with your land ownership data and, and upcoming features and new releases that we're working on, actually just this year we implemented new ways to more quickly curate and quality assure land ownership data coming straight from the counties. So now we are updating about 50 counties every single week throughout the oh, United wow. States. Yeah. I and mean, we have a fully staffed, dedicated GIS team to acquire this data, curate it, and then also you know, make sure it's quality data that we're putting into the app. Mm -hmm. So basically what that's going to allow us to do is, is get the most, po the most accurate possible land ownership data into the app coming straight from the counties, but then also we're going to be able to update you know, more, more counties than ever before with this new process we're implementing. So our land ownership data, it's already the best there is that you can find, but it's going to get better. And we're going to be able to update it more frequently. So that's going to be a huge win for us, especially with you know the private land ownership that's so important for this part of the world in the south, the southeast, the Midwest, because that's where a lot of the hunting is happening is on private lands. So yeah. that was a big initiative for us to be able to get those lands updated faster and, and as accurately as possible. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, uh, you know, for you guys who don't have the Onyx app, if you hunt public land, I think you're doing yourself a disservice by not having this app on your phone and to be able to and I, I like obviously I like the portability of having it on my phone 
but I love being able to pull yes. it up on my laptop. Yes. And all right, that's all that we've got for you guys for the free portion of this week's episode of the Turkey Hunter podcast. However, if you would like to hear the rest of the interview with Jared Larson from OnX, then you can do that in one of two ways. Way number one is that you can purchase the single premium episode for this week's show by going to www.theturkeyhunterpodcast.com and looking for episode number 295PS. That stands for Premium Single. And you can buy this week's episode on our website for a whopping 99 cents where you can get many more tips from Jared Larson, the man with the plan over at Onyx, who knows how to use this app like the back of his hand. And we get a special extra little tip from our own Cameron Weddington, who shares... You don't want to miss that. ...the secret that he uses... The key. ...to kill all these wild turkeys on all these pieces of public land and all these different states that he travels to that he's never been to before. The one secret you do not want to miss, and you can get it for 99 cents, or you can get it by... You can spend exactly 1.5% of your stimulus check that just came in <laughs> and give us $18 for an annual subscription to the Turkey Hunter podcast. Not only will you get all of this episode, you're going to get all of next week's hunt. You're going to get all of last week's episode and every episode we've aired. 18 bucks. Trump just sent you a big old check. Send us $18 and you're part of the family and you're going to get a lot of content for your money. Onyx is definitely a tool most hunters have in their bag at this point, I'd say. Honestly, if you're hunting without it, I think you're at a pretty big disadvantage. And I definitely have respect, though, for those people like Doc Weddle, who achieved a U.S. Super Slam before Onyx or multiple U.S. Super Slams. I mean, that's, that's impressive. Yeah, it was much harder then i can't i can't even wrap my mind around it i mean it had to have been much harder i would think pressure wise it would have been kind of easier to get away from pressure but i definitely think it was probably harder overall because i mean you you don't have a app at your disposal showing the borders of the property and i mean all the different intricacies that you can see it's it that's definitely a noteworthy achievement for sure but i'm going to take every advantage i can get and I'm and I'm by no means at all trying to downplay what Doc Weddle did with some of those super slams, but a lot of those birds were killed in the heyday as well. Yeah, that's a good point. Like Preston was talking about last week, the heyday. Yeah, so that may have made up a little bit for not having the mapping technology that we have in our hands or our pockets today yeah yeah but there you yeah go. It, that is true it had to be more difficult so yeah that's well, fact so Very absolutely good. man well i know we've connected our owl hoot winner with preston he yeah. was excited yeah and that was a fun contest and i know i'm missing turkey season always <laughs> I know it. yeah 
I'm still hearing the turkeys gobble when I walk outside into the driveway and I hear a crow go, ah, ah, ah. I heard some drumming today right before the market closed at the office. I couldn't find it, though. <laughs> yeah. As you get older, you're going to have a harder and harder time locating it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I know. Especially it's in following the following me around everywhere. That's yeah. right. I don't know where that turkey is, but I'm going to find him. Yeah. But anyway, well, cool. man, let's, I enjoyed it. Good interview. Let's do a hunt next week. Speaking of all that. Let's do a hunt. We hadn't heard a killing in a while. That'll take us back to the good old days yeah, when we were alive. Yeah, let's do it. That'll be fun. Great. That sounds good. We'll pick out a good hunt for everybody next week. All right. Good deal. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. We know that you have choices. We appreciate you spending your time with us. We hope you have a wonderful week, and we look forward to seeing you again next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thanks for tuning in. You were just listening to the Turkey Hunter podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please go on over to iTunes and leave a five-star review. And make sure to head over to www.iamturkeyhunting.com to subscribe for free turkey hunting tips, tactics, strategies, and product reviews to help you have a more successful turkey season. And stay tuned for upcoming episodes on hunting afternoon birds, how to film your hunt, and the breeding cycle of hens, as well as some guest interviews. Thanks again for listening. We know your time is valuable, and we appreciate you sharing some of it with us. See you next week.